Hey Coast Wizard listeners, before we begin today's episode, a quick word from our sponsor Zenler Ninjas. That's Z N L R ninjas.com for all your new Zenler needs whether it's virtual assistants or you need site migration and everything in between. Zenler Ninjas can handle it, so check them out and now let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. What is up, Course Wizards? Welcome to yet another episode with my co-host, Chris. What's up, Chris? Hey, Amit. How are you doing today? I am I'm planning my course, man. Planning that course. How about you? Got a new course coming out. Yeah, well, I just finished a few, and so I'm uh, I'm very pleased about that. And I, you know, I have a whole list of courses that, to create. <laughs> it just it takes time sometimes. Yep. What do you? Uh, all right, we're going to get into this. But what's our topic for today? Well, our topic for today is planning your course outline. In other words, if you're trying to put a course together, you have to create an outline, right? What it all is going to be in that course, and that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, it's almost. Why? Why would you want to do that, Chris? Just plop a course out there. <laughs> well, you could, and people do, right? People will take and they'll just say, "Hey, I'm going to go and talk about something, and then turn it into a course." And sometimes that can work as long as you're able to talk through things on a logical, you know, basis as you go through. But by planning it, you can be a lot more intentional about what you do. And I think that's what's important is that you're very intentional about every single piece of your course because that's going to make it a higher quality. And in the end, I believe that you will get uh, more people to sign up for it. I agree. So what are some of the things our listeners can do to plan the course, right? You're right. So so what I love to do is I love to start with like a mind map software. Do you use a mind map software, Amit? I have used Miro for mind mapping, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of different ones out there. Uh, I think the one I use is just oh, I use uh, iThoughts X, which is a Mac app, um, but it's 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 a really good mind map. There are so many out there though. Just go ahead and type in mind map into Google, and you'll find one. But what's great about it is it's a great way to brainstorm, and you can start off with your basic topic, and then just start to put down all the different thoughts you have about that. And then after you get all those down there, I like to then start to put them in order. Right. Why Walk through your topic step by step. What's the next logical step from point A to point B to point C to point D and so on until you get to the end of your course? Because what what you can't forget, and I'm getting into my next point here already, but you can't forget that for some people, what you're doing is brand new. So even though you're used to it, right, you think, oh, there's nothing special about what I'm saying. I can just go ahead and jump right into it. Don't forget that some people don't know what you're talking about at all. So you need to really start at the very, very beginning, define what you're doing, and then walk through it step by step. Yep. I uh, I noticed there is one on, of course, AppSumo <laughs> called Zen yep. Mind Map. <laughs> uh, but there are there are free ones, right? Uh, if are and it doesn't have to necessarily be a mind mapping tool, as long as you have a place to brain dump your ideas or your lessons or modules, etc. Right? 
Yeah, that's really the key because you can you could use index cards. You could just use an outline on your computer. I've done that before. Sometimes I'll just open an Evernote file and instead of doing a, a big mind map, I'll just start to list down the things I want to talk about, you know, and then I'll start to move things around or see where I've got holes and try to fill all that in so that I can go through it. And, and you know, you can do it either video by video if you're going to have a bunch of videos or you can just do it overall, everything you want to talk about and then break it into individual videos later if you want right what have, have you used any other kind of unconventional methods of course trello i've used trello for yeah, it Trello's uh, good. where each list like the title of the list was the name of the module and each card under that list was lessons that's one way hmm. i've used simple excel sheets post-it notes so <laughs> i graduated from post-it notes to excel to then trello and now I, just like you, I, I like to use uh, mind mapping softwares because it lays out the hierarchy uh, pretty easily. But yeah, that's that's pretty much how I have done it in the past. Yeah, I think there's there's something, if especially if you're a visual person, about being able to see all the different fingers of that mind map out there that really helps make a difference. So yeah, that's why I like that. But any, anyway, whatever works for you, the whole point is just make sure you get everything down and then start to put it in order because there's nothing that's probably more important when you're creating your course than putting it in a very logical flow, right? Point yep. A, B, C, D, as I was saying earlier, because, yeah. um, uh, because if you don't, people are going to get confused. And that's the last thing you want. You're teaching, right? This is all about teaching and training. And so mm -hmm. you've got to just keep in mind that you're hand-holding someone all along the way. Yeah. My son just started going to school. He's in kinder. So if all of a sudden his teacher starts teaching them third grade math, they're going to be lost. <laughs> it's the right. natural progression, right? They go from kinder, first, second, third, yeah, so on and so forth. Yeah, that's an excellent example. Anything you do like that. I mean, you know, I, I assume most people who are listening who are course creators know they probably love to teach, right? And so if you love to teach and you probably know that, you know, you've got to help, like I said, handhold people through. But when you do that, it can be very, very powerful. And sometimes this is a way to give yourself an edge over your competitors. Because a lot of times people will create courses and they'll just kind of go over people's heads, right? People like to start at the very beginning. Even if they know a little bit about the subject, still include those basic beginning um, videos because they can always skip them if they need to, right? If they feel like, oh, I know this. But include it because you're going to have a good amount of people who need to start right at the start. Yep. No better place and, to start than the start on it. Right. And this isn't necessarily to do with the mind mapping piece, but I also recommend and urge our course creators to keep your lessons kind of short, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So it might come handy when you're planning. Uh, let's say you're planning a module with two lessons of one hour each. Don't do it. <laughs> no one's yeah. going to watch it. Five minutes, seven minutes tops. We Like our podcast, right? They're 10 minutes so you can listen, ingest that data and move on instead of Chris and I just babbling here for an hour. <laughs> right. Well, you know, sometimes what I do is I will take, like, if I go teach somewhere for 45 minutes in front of a group, those are very easy to turn into a course, right? But I will come back and I will take that entire 
uh, talk that I have, and I will break it up every time there's a change in subject or another point to be made. I break that into a new video and I record with that 45 minute talk, maybe 10 or 11 videos. And it just makes it nice to have everything in small bite sized chunks. So think about that. You know, after you've got your whole list down and you've got all that flow created, start to say, okay, where, where could this video start and end? Where could this video start and end and start to make those points along the way. And then what I like to do in addition to that is mark down, oh, this video should have a handout that goes with it. This video should have a Q&A that goes along with it, right? What little pieces of value could you offer with each one of those pieces that could really enhance it? And, and put that down on your outline so that you're sure to include it in your final course. And Chris, you have our final point here being don't go overboard. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah. So sometimes I think it's easy to start to think, especially when you get that mind map down there of all the different things you can cover. And it might be easy to cover too much in your course, right? If your course is about how to train your dog to sit, you don't want to get into all the other things that you can train your dog to do in that course, right? Those would be considered rabbit trails. So instead, just make the course about that one thing. If you're talking about marketing, the basics of marketing, just stick to the basics. Don't get into any of the deeper stuff. Instead, consider those rabbit trails to be great supplemental courses, right? You could create a whole separate course on what might just be a rabbit trail. So save that stuff or offer it as extra bonuses, but keep the course focused on to the one main thing that you're wanted to teach. Makes sense. Yeah. So let me just go ahead. We're let's wrap it up and let's uh, just go through what we talked about again. So if you're if you're getting ready to create a course and you're wanting to plan on that course outline, here's what you want to do. You want to walk three people through step-by-step. Step. We recommend using a mind map software or an outline, whatever works for you, and create your topic step-by-step. Step. Don't assume anything, right? Because what's easy for you may be revelatory for others. So make sure you include everything. Use whatever you need to get that down. Make sure you've got it in a very logical flow. After you've done that, break it into bite-sized pieces, include where you might want to have handouts or other supplemental material. And then, of course, identify if there's any rabbit trails and keep those for great supplemental courses and not just as part of the main course. Stick to the one topic. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you to our listeners, more than one we have now, so plural, for tuning in, <laughs> listening to the Course Wizards podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, leave a awesome review so others can find us and we will catch you on the flip side. Keep creating. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com. Hey, Course Creator, this is Chris from Course Wizards, and I recently recorded a training that you're going to love if you're into writing. It's called Apps for Authors. In it, I share 10 apps that will save you time when it comes to productivity and plotting, writing, editing, formatting, and marketing your next book. And because you're a listener of the Course Wizards podcast, I'm making it available to you for free. Grab it at writing.fyi apps. That's writing.fyi apps.